I'll stay with the homo legs so we get you out of here at 11 o'clock. And so um, what we uh, need to uh, look at is a passage of scripture that you're familiar with. And it's, it's a passage of scripture that my, my title this morning is Psalms 73. My goal is to go through 27 verses in, in the amount of time we have and with, with, with about three major thoughts. Now, whether that's done, we'll be jumping some hurdles, but here's, here we go. Let's bow in prayer. Father, thank you for our time together. And now in these moments in which we have taken to say thank you, help us to look at a guy who comes from another direction and saying thank you. He comes saying thank you because he has a testimony. And some line of times, Lord, uh, you take us through some things so that we have a testimony and we mean it. So thank you for what you're going to do. Great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, amen. There are many ways to express gratitude, but every now and then it's good to share how good God uh, and Father, our God and Father is good to you and me. And, um, and if you notice the, the psalmist, his, his, his words at first starts off with, um, truly God is good to Israel, but as for me, my foot did almost slip my steps, but well nigh gone. He starts off with testimony. God is good. You know, you know, everybody else said, God is good because, you know, he gave me a car. God is good because he did this, and God is good, you know. And this guy says, no, God, I got a testimony this morning. God is good, not because he gave me something. He kept me from something. He said, I, he said I'm going to share with you what he kept me from. He said, it was really something here. See, God knows our thoughts and intentions uh, ways be before we even uh, perform. He's aware of the circumstances that will be surrounding it. He knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows all of the uh, downfalls and stumblings and everything else, especially when we wander away from him, when we go along our own path. And so, and so he lays out his testimony. He, he starts off, we glorify God before he unfolds his flaw. He first, first he confessed his attitude. Then he describes uh, and focuses on his intentions. We talk about his attitude. He, he first did, the first thing he did was he went back to his theology. You know what happens in college and, and in, in our institutions? What happens is that the church filters everything through the word. When you go to the institution, they filter the church through the institution. And so what happens to our young folks and everything else is that when they come out, they become mission fields. Their philosophies and fraudy and ideas and everything else. And they, leave, they lose the theo, which means God, the study of God. They leave that out and bring in secular thinking. And he starts off and say, God, God is good. He said, truly. He said, my theology is still intact. Truly, God is good to Israel. He said, but, you know, the junction with a function. But as for me, 
And now he describes the focus of his attention. The focus of the, his intention was first, he had an outward look. What, what type of look did he have the first time? The outward look. What is it, eh? He says, he says, for I was envious of the and arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. I saw their wealth. And here I am, I'm still going to Tajay and uh, they're going to Neiman and Marcus and all these other places and uh, Tajay is nice. Tajay got to sell, but there's some things that you know people don't put on sale. It's just too expensive. It's, if you're asking the price, then you can't afford it. <laughs> I say I, I had to drive past that place tonight and wish that I don't have a uh, flat because uh, they think I would try to rob it. So I just I say, Lord, help me pass, go past the place where I'll be robbed. You know, I'm too poor for that. He says, but these folks are wealthy, wealthy. And all around us, the, the world is telling us about wealth. He said, I was envious of those folks. Now, why was he envious? You're always envious of something you don't have. At least you think you don't have. And then he's envious of their health. Look at verse 34. For they have no pains or, or pain until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. He said, Lord, look at this. I mean, he's having a hard time here. They're not in trouble. Then they're on uh, their uh, admirable condition. They're not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of the mankind. I look at their wealth. I look at their health. I look at their circumstances. They're healthy and everything else. They look like, look like the whole world is, and they're going to Paris. They're going to all of these other places. And here I am trying to get Uber to go downtown and the driver haven't showed up yet. It says, and know the word, the thoughts that go through your mind, this isn't fair. This, nobody say this isn't fair. I'm a child of God. I, in other words, I deserve better than this. I deserve better than this. There, he said, then I looked at, then he says, I, and, my, and with my outward look, I looked at their attitude. Therefore, pride is in their necklace of violence that covers them as, as a garment. Their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Lofty, they're threatened um, uh, oppression. Their attitude about God. They set their mouths against heaven's against the heavens, their tongues stretch through the earth. Therefore, this people turn back to them and find no fault in them. And they say, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the most high? He said, behold, these are the wicked always at ease. They increase in riches and they keep getting wealthy. Look, look at where he's, see, you, you can't get positive looking at, looking over somebody else's fence, folks. See, if you stay in your lane, you'll be okay. But he said, I didn't stay in my lane. I, I just kept looking at the, uh, the cable, at the, the rich and the wealthy and all these things, and, and looking at what they're getting over there and what they're getting over there. And I kept saying, that should be me. That should be me. That, that's what I, or I should look like them or talk like them, or walk like them. And you know, through all of this, 
You know what the strange thing is? It's not what's happening, it's what's not happening. Did you notice that he, he didn't say, and God stopped me? Didn't, didn't say that, not at that point. God didn't tell him, stop looking. Sometimes God lets you go to that muck and mire so you appreciate it when you're able to look back. Because once you have a text testimony, that means that all of a sudden that testimony always become a, uh, a conviction, and that conviction says that's a way of life, and you say, I won't be going there. But right now he looks out and he sees all of these things are happening. They're healthy and sleek. These, these, um, these guys, they take their shirts off and, they, and it look like barbecue ribs. I mean, just, I mean, they, are, I mean, they just, they're looking good, looking good. He says, he says, look at me. I got to keep my, my clothes on unless the dogs in the neighborhood <laughs> chase after me, you know. <laughs> he says, but truly, he says, God is good to Israel, but my foot, he says, one of the things that caused my foot to almost slip, I kept looking at what other folks had. And Thanksgiving, thank God for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is when, uh, one of the reasons that I wanted Thanksgiving here at Chicago and Bible Fellowship, not on a Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so that you can have the whole Thanksgiving Day. The purpose of the Thanksgiving Day is to stop and say Thanksgiving. So they're gonna have a Thanksgiving service before Thanksgiving so they can they so they don't have to do it on a Thanksgiving Day. Then why not just don't have a Thanksgiving? So their Thanksgiving was last night, not today. Why? Because it's food and there's everything else, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All I'm simply saying is this. At what time do we stop and just say, Lord, thank you? I walked into this building and thinking about all the things that we had to go through and and all of the people who contributed, um, the designer of Ron Ingram as far as the color, uh, color scheme and everything else, the, all, everyone, everyone with the color schemes, God had everyone in place to do what they supposed to do, God did it. And so I said, Lord, all I wanna say is thank you. My heart is broken because sometimes people miss the concept and think that it is an inconvenience. The inconvenience when you don't bless us. And so he, um, he talked about that. Then he had a greater problem. The first, first it was uh, his, his outward look. Now we have the inward look. What's the, what's the next one, the inward look? Notice what he did for verse 13 to 16. In the inward look, we uh, see that he has a very serious problem. And um, get this going right here, okay. And it says, all in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. He says, I've been a believer for nothing. I walk with God for nothing. These folks got all of that and look like at what I have. I don't measure up, I'm, I'm nothing. What are you comparing this to? But it's, 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 it's a, see, when you used to have a person doing some in, inward evaluations like that, it's hard to talk with them. Because you're not a part of the, uh, uh, the threesome, the me, myself, and I group, and they, so you're just interrupting. You know, they're gonna say, excuse me? <laughs> Man stepping outside the conference room? 
He says, for all day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning. If I said I will speak thus, I would have betrayed the generation of, the, of your children. I said I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I know that I'll mess up if I go around your people showing my bitterness and everything else. People start feeling sorry for me, and then they start looking at life through my, my dirty lenses. I said, Lord, I don't want to, want to bitter up everybody else. Lord, it's just me. There's a song, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. He said, that's where I was. He said, I, I had did some, uh, some, this, this ingrown eyeball. I looked at myself. And he said, uh, when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me wearisome. He says, I just couldn't take it. It was just too rough for me. He, he's shutting down. That's exactly what Satan wants. If Satan can't dis uh, destroy you, he definitely wants to shut you down. He says, I got a testimony. I was getting ready to shut down. I would go to church in the body, but my mind wasn't there. I'll sing with my lips, but my heart was a hundred miles away. I'll smile with my face while my heart is darkened. I have shut God out. And folks think highly of me, but deep down within, I'm totally disgusted and broken. The secular world says, oh, you have a slight depression. You might need some psychological thoughts going on here. No, you just need a time with God. You need an Elijah moment where you need to go into your cave and listen to that soft voice. And that's where we, we have now, he had a reality check. We come now to the upward look. What is the, first it was the outward look. Then it was the inward look. Now the Lord says, okay, now let me give you the upward look. The, the psalmist says, I will look into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. That's where I'm going to look. That's where it's going to be. And so here we have, he has a reality check. And this reality check that he's going through right now is something that uh, he's really challenged with. He says, God led him to the right place. He was able to see therein. So he says, 73, uh, 17, until I, went, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned therein until I went, till I really went to church. When I got around folks who had the thinking right, that's why, that's why you know, it's about getting together with other believers, connecting with other believers. When you're out there trying to handle problems by yourself, you're in, you're in uh, deep waters. But when you get with other believers, it says, but when I went into the sanctuary, then I understood. And he said, truly, you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they're destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors. Like a dream when one awakes, O oh Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as, as phantoms. 
you realize that his thinking was out of sync. He realized his thinking was out of sync with the will of God. When my soul was embittered, when I was pricked in the heart, I was brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast toward you. He realized that, that there was God sustaining him through the whole process. He said, nevertheless, nevertheless, I'm continually with you. You hold me with my right, your right hand. It's almost like a child in the, in the uh, candy store or whatever, and they're trying to grab a uh, candy. They want that candy right away, and the parents just holding that cow, that child acting up, but the parents just very boldly just hold them and keep them. He says, you, you, I was acting crazy, and you kept holding me. That's the wonderful thing about our salvation. In the midst of our craziness, he still holds us. There's some hold to his unchanging hands. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you will receive me to glory. He said, you're going to get me home one way or another. Whom have I in heaven but you, and there's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my proportion forever. For, but behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. I, I got a testimony. I made God my refuge in all that I do and all that I say and all that I think. I made God my refuge. When I feel myself against the wall and seem like no one understands me, I made God my refuge. I don't know whether you had those moments yet. Keep on living. Keep on living. Keep on living. It started off with my foot that almost slipped. It ends up saying, I made God my refuge. There was some, there, I, I thank God for all the things that didn't happen. I may not have all they have, but where they're going and what's going to happen to them, I thank you, Lord, for what didn't happen. I thank you, Lord, for your salvation and not the penalty of death. Thank you, Lord, for what didn't happen. I don't know about you, but I got a testimony. And I trust that you have a testimony this morning when it comes down to the Lord. My time is up. I had to end it. I promise 11 o'clock we'll do just that. But just taking this moment out for Thanksgiving just to say thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. Great is your faithfulness. We'll, we'll end with a song and then uh, and, and, and prayer. And um, Doug, would you come and close us out in prayer right after the song, okay?